listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. It is the Diamond District bonus hour. Thanks so much for being with us. I mean, Todd and Jason let us know that, you know, they've got a big day in the middle of next week. So, you know, maybe there's a reason for you to stop on by, say hi, tell Miller Moulton sent you. That's all. They, they think you might be interested, you know. That whole just interest-free to- financing thing's reason to go. It, that uh, Oh. Oh, yeah. They, they, it's Valentine's Day. This just in. Oh, that's the day. Yeah. Got it. Got and it. you See, can win Valentine's Day just like Mark won Christmas. Sit. Telling you right now. Walk in, say, I need the Mark Miller special. They need to win Valentine's Day. They'll know what you're talking about. Is that like the Philly special? It is. Is is that like the Swifty special that we did and we're going to do all week at 820? We are providing a a public service announcement for a lot of fathers who have daughters. And grandfathers and uncles. Absolutely. Yes. We're trying to help you out. Take a couple notes. If you only listen to like five to eight minutes of this show daily. I would do it between 8.20 and 8.30, Monday through Friday this week. The problem is you have to remember the correct songs because if you start using the fake song titles, that will get you in trouble. Listen, I think you could have some fun with the the daughter or granddaughter in your life. You could just repeat our questions and say, look right at them and say, hey, hey, you say you're a Taylor Swift fan. All right. Well, me and the guys have been talking on the radio. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see how much you really know there, young lady. So I'm curious, Trent, and great job by getting the songs done. I know you enlisted the services of your brother's girlfriend. Different girlfriend, by the way, not the one that was able to commandeer the fourth and final ticket to the first Lions home playoff game in 30 years. I mean, my goodness, without being a fiance or a wife. She was able to commandeer it as a girlfriend. More than deserving, but go ahead, Mark. But I'm curious because I know, I know your father. I've known him for a long time. I know because you are now on the show, your family takes in the show. The fact that you went to the brother's girlfriend for show prep and not either of the brothers or the dad, how is that sitting in the family? I haven't heard anything yet. So okay. I th- so far, so good. Well, it's not like they know what the we're talking about. I know, I but mean, they, you know, but you think they might have, you know, I can see the old man going, Hey, I tried for a poll question a week ago and you gave me nothing. <laughs> yeah. Now all of a sudden Brooklyn gets all her airtime because you guys right. want to talk about Taylor Swift when it's Super Bowl week. So Brooklyn is our source. She's our Wikipedia. She is. Okay. And, and who's the name of the other girlfriend who got the tickets? That's Bailey. Bailey and Brooklyn. So yes. you're, so well, obviously, Trent, you're only allowed to date women with the first name of, in a letter B. We're big on alliteration. Apparently so. Okay, you've got to tell this on the air. All right? And I'm sorry if I'm putting you in a bad spot here. I know welcome, where you're going. Welcome I... to being part of a live radio show. So, <laughs> Particularly this one where we air right. everything on the air. Exactly. Where the, I mean, please, the listeners know more than our family members do about our lives. So... Okay, here's the deal. I have been busting Trent's chops from the get-go. He's been a part of the show now a whole three months. And, you know, everything Detroit, everything Detroit, hate the Packers, hate the Bears, blah, blah, blah. And so I, of course, immediately said, well, you do know you're going to fall in love with a girl from Appleton, Wisconsin. 
I mean, this, you know, God has a sense of humor. All right. No matter who your God is, they all went to the same place. They all have a sense of humor. And so uh, Trent's like, yeah, 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 right. So uh, Trent, who's your family uh, trying to set you up with? A girl from Wisconsin. <laughs> there we go. So there Tr- we go. So Trent has some family in Southwest Florida. He was with them yesterday. They had other people over, and it turns out that some of their friends have what a, a niece moving it's down. A, it's, it's a daughter who's moving down. Oh, a daughter right. moving down. Yes. Same age as Trent. Same age as Trent. So they're trying to set up the date. And it turns right. out that that young lady is from Wisconsin. Don't know what part, but it doesn't it matter. It doesn't matter. It, it plays doesn't right matter. into David's little scheme here. Doesn't matter. Not a scheme. Love it's it first sight. This is over. Works. Right. Yep. You're going to meet her. You're going to come back. You're going to say, I have to admit, guys, she's kind of good looking. Uh, yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. She, she was even wearing a Packers shirt, and I didn't mind. Yeah. Yep. We know, Trent. Trust me. Been there. Been there. I'll keep you posted. Yep. You, you do that. All right, I've offered to pay for the first date. I mean, heck, you eat ramen noodles for dinner. I mean, I can't imagine this is going to cost me a lot of money. Right. Send, him, send him to a pizza joint call tonight. We're, we're out. Say, if, if I give him 100 bucks, it might be the first three dates. How about like a 10-cent raise? That might help. That, no, well, that, no. That would no. that would add up. We can't afford that. No. We're just paying for the date. That. But no. a, a valiant effort to try to come on the, you know, come right, right back with, uh, you're going to air this stuff on the air. I'm going to go for a race. That was yeah. good. That was cute. Hold, hold on. Wait, three months? You asked for a race after working three months? Seriously? That was cute. No, I, I'd like to add, has anybody ever, have you ever worked a job three months and asked for a race? You know what? Probably in my young days, because after that, that's that 90 day uh-huh. probationary period and then you might get a little bump to you know yeah but that's pre that's negotiated in advance you're right they tell you they say listen you start out at you know 750 an hour and if you make it through 90 days and we don't throw you to the curb you'll make eight that's right. a that's a dadgum good point right there right no besides trent we tried to talk you out of taking this job you did yes on I, more than one occasion you let me right. come down and try it out and everything before i officially took right. it and I mean, you knew the eight-track machine didn't work when you before you took the job. Boy, that ah. first that first week trying to figure out everything. <laughs> We're warmed up to it now, but I think the play of the day was a hot mess for at least the first ten to fourteen shots that we gave it. Not like the Swifty special, eight twenty, the rest of the week. Here on Miller and Moulton. Really? You, the Mark Miller special? I mean, what is this like a sub sandwich? I mean, honestly. I it, would it, love my own. You know, when I see that Navy Federal Credit Union spot and the guy asks for his own sub from the, the girl there who worked in the service, I'd love my own sandwich. It was, uh, who's, what is it? Uh, uh, Ford's garage Ford's. They, use, they don't because they've, they've blown up. They've gotten so big. They don't right. do that anymore. I know. I, I was hoping we would get a sandwich. Because they gave it to, you know, they gave it to people who then were no longer in holding office, no longer the coach of certain teams. I mean, kind of like, hey, man, we're here. I mean, they, they keep getting rid of us. We keep coming back. You know, we're like fire ants. I mean, come on. We can't get our own sandwich. No. Well, Mark, your favorite, Russell Wilson has his own sandwich, the Danger Witch. Uh, we had, we were able to in Act 1, 
there's a, a great royal scoop that, that you will find. It's the best ice cream down here, in my opinion, that they allowed us to make our own ice cream flavor. And that was a treat for me. And David had one. I had one. And then, you know, whatever one ordered the most won the little ice cream thing they did. But it turned out I apparently I lost the money. My ice cream had so many different right. ingredients <laughs> right. in it that basically okay. the owner of the place said, yeah, it was really good. It was a horrible mess to make. I was going to ask why that fizzled out, and that would explain well, it. Well, it fizzled out because more people like Mark's, you know, handmade you know, collection than mine. What was and in it? And then the owner said to Mark, uh, yeah, I can't do yours. I lose money every time. <laughs> oh, okay. I think it was vanilla with Heath and caramel and and Reese's peanut butter cups. It was just a a wonderful mess of goodness. Yeah, mine was pretty simple actually. Yeah, yours was mint chocolate whole, chip basically. Yeah, mine was mint chocolate chip and like syrup. I mean, it was you know you know me, it's crazy. Uh, it's just you know so creative, right? So anyway, maybe one day, Mark. Maybe one day we'll have a sandwich. You know, it would be like Todd and Jason with all the business we give them. There probably should be a Mark Miller special. Don't know what it would be, though. It's just winning Christmas or winning Valentine's Day. All right. Give it a shot. 21,000 is the text line, 21000. If you miss any of the show, Trent does a great job of getting it up in a timely fashion, and you can download Miller and Moulton at all your usual places. Just search Miller and Moulton. So the Dolphins have a new defensive coordinator, what, about a week and a half after uh, Vic went to Philly? Anthony Weaver. He was the associate head coach, but defensive line coach with the Ravens. Defensive coordinators are promotion over defensive line coach, not necessarily a promotion over associate head coach, but the Ravens are cool. They let him go. So he's the new defensive coordinator. Well, he interviewed for the Washington head coaching job as well. Correct. And was one of the finalists for that. And when we had Scott Jackson, he was raving about his leadership qualities. So it sounds like the Dolphins have someone that, can really be a leader from the standpoint of a vocal leader coaching that defense. And clearly there was a little disconnect between Vic and the guys that they uh, either a, some didn't like his scheme and others didn't like his personality. So now well, there could be a lot of different guys on that defense for Anthony Weaver. I mean, Wilkins is a free agent. I don't think he's coming back. Two of the linebackers are free agents. One of the safeties is a free agent. Holland, X, longest tenured Dolphin, one of the biggest cap hits on the team. He has said he ain't reworking that contract. It's pay me or release me. Then okay. he's going to get released. Yes, he I is. I mean, that, that's matter of fact right there. So, you know, that would be that's five starters right now. I just rattled off, by the way, on that defense. So, and the Dolphins and Tua are going to negotiate a long-term extension. Now, that shouldn't raise his cap figure for 2024 because it's an extension. But from a, you know, figuring out 2025 and beyond, that'll make it even more difficult to keep some of these guys. So, uh, Cliff Kingsbury who they reported last week was going to the Raiders. Turns out, no, he jilted them at the altar, and he went to Washington to go with Dan Quinn. So the Raiders hired the guy that the Bears just fired, Luke Getze. 
to be their offensive coordinator. So that's kind of the NFL uh, news as uh, Super Bowl week is about to begin. It's amazing how quickly – I mean, would you hire the former Bears offensive coordinator in the same position? It seems also like the quarterback he just worked with is not the quarterback that we have, if you know what I mean, Aiden O'Connell. And then again, who am I going to be able to get my hands on? Does it say we're going to trade for Justin Fields? Or should we read nothing into it? But my first reaction is no. Luke Getze would not be my first or second choice, no. Miller and Moulton. The, uh, well, you know, good, bad, and ugly, what's on tap today was the day one. That's about 25 minutes away, so keep listening. Welcome to the Bonus Hour, brought to you by Jason and Todd at the Diamond District. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. 21 minutes past the hour, Diamond District Bonus Hour. Miller Moulton, thanks for being with us. Really appreciate it. Good, bad, and ugly. What's on tap? Today was the day one. All coming up a little more than 15 minutes time. John Forslund, Herm Edwards joined us last hour. Miss any part of the show? Go to floridasportsnetwork.com and uh, download what you missed. Yeah. So we're going to have David Sampson tomorrow. And we'll have Seth on Wednesday. And otherwise, we can't promise you a thing. This whole Super Bowl in Vegas, this just in. People don't want to get up between, oh, I don't know, 3 and 7 a.m. and and, and do the interview. I can't believe it. I know, especially in Vegas. I mean, what, are they staying up late? Is there anything to do? So. We need people that, you know what we got to shoot for? People that do nights and overnights so they're still up. And we could get some really interesting interviews after a night of drinking. So how about our, our Fox buddy who does uh, that's I was thinking about him. Okay. All right. Probably got to reach out call. to Ben. Uh, ben Mahler. Okay. I was thinking Salisbury. Don't know if he's out there or not. I don't think so. So maybe we can get him. Going to hit John Perry up. He's hanging out in the 239. All right. He splits his year between uh, Southwest Florida and Ohio. He refereed a couple of these Super Bowls. I don't know. Seems to be a relevant guest. So, uh, yeah, that's so. Anyway, well, we're going to have at least one guest that's Super Bowl related a day. That we promise you. But some of our uh, regular weekly features, mm, not a good week. Well, David, I did it over the weekend. I was all fired up for college basketball on Saturday, and by the time Saturday night came around, I'm watching Kentucky and Tennessee and. I had watched Michigan State and Maryland on Fox. I had a couple games going, and I watched my alma mater play. And as that game's going on, they're promoting the game that they had on next. Iowa and Maryland. Women. um, Yeah, women. Yeah, right. And I ended up keeping that game on, the main TV was sound, and left Kentucky, Tennessee for the no-sound version of the two games I was watching. I mean, Gus Johnson doing the game. Right. He cursed, inadvertently cursed, meant to say shot, used a different vowel. Okay. You know. Caught that. Had had that going. And it was a good game. Yes, it was. And this just in, any game that she plays in 
has tremendous man. atmosphere. Uh, let's see. I don't know what Maryland normally does for their women's home games, but they did 17950 Saturday night. $400 out front if you wanted to get in for a women's college basketball game. It's funny now. I think uh, Cheryl Swoops and a couple of others are kind of, I don't know, taking shots at her. I don't think she's as good as, as her numbers suggest. They're also, I mean, she's going to break the all-time women's scoring record. She's actually likely to pass Maravich, too. I, I was going to say, she's not just going to break the all-time women's. When it's all said and done, she's going to be the all-time leading scorer in collegiate basketball. Period. But this is her fourth year of eligibility. She has not used her COVID year. Just for the record, as she could. She can come back for one more year at Iowa if she wants. But also, she will break. Jackie uh, Styles, I believe, holds the record. And Clark's going to break her scoring record in less games. It's going to be like a handful less games, but she's going to do it in less games. So, you know, this isn't a, like the kid who almost broke Maravich's record last year. Uh, the kid from the ended up at the University of Detroit Mercy. Right. He played six years of college ball. Right. I mean, literally six years of college ball. Maravich played three because freshmen weren't even eligible. And he came within like a half a dozen points. If he would have been, if they would have given them a bid to the CAA tournament or whatever the hell it was, he would have passed Maravich more than right. likely. Right. They, or they, they would have won the, one more game or whatever it was. Correct. Correct. Because they were in their conference tournament, got beat. They had a below 500 record. So where they were ineligible basically for all other postseason play. But, yeah, it was Mike Davis's kid, the former Indiana coach, and he's coached a few other places. Uh, last time I checked, by the way, Detroit Mercy still hadn't had a win this year. As of last week, they were winless. That's tough to do. Tough also to get your contract renewed. Damn near impossible. Right. So, got that going on. But, yeah, Caitlin Clark had 38. She's 66 points, which is basically two games for her. She had 38. I think she had 11 assists as well. 12, right. Ended up being 12? Okay. Right, yeah, she's right. She's really bad all-around player, right? Mm-hmm. No, I, I mean, I'm fat. I am truly, and she's done this by taking over college basketball in the last year and a half. I'm fascinated to see what her transitions like to the WNBA. Can she be dominant? Not as dominant. Can she be dominant, David? That's Here, I, here's what I'm interested in. How many of the men, like yourself, I mean, now you've. You actually watch more – you have more of an appreciation and watch more women's college basketball than the average male sports fan. That's Without question, of, that's all because of – it's because of Carlson Mesco and FGCU and watching correct. them play. It's literally um, – and now her name Whitney escapes Knight. me. Whitney Knight. Whitney Knight. When I watched Whitney Knight play, I went, Ten damn. Right. I mean, exactly. it's right. not damn women's basketball player. Damn, it's a good basketball player. It, right. Gender wasn't and, a part of it when I watched her play. I was like, holy cow. 
And so, you know, in the last 10 or so years, because of Whitney Knight and FGCU and you know the coach, and yeah, and so you are you now have more of an appreciation. It probably didn't hurt also. You would now have a soon-to-be 10-year-old daughter, okay? You know, you're around a lot more female sports than you were before 10 years ago. So, yeah. A but lot more? You, Holy cow. Exactly. But the point is, is that, okay, you're watching Caitlin Clark play in college. And you're not alone. And I'm not singling you out, but to everybody listening also who has found themselves, whether it was last year's NCAA tournament or at various points this year. I mean, how many of you in Southwest Florida went to see her play at the Gulf Coast Showcase? Which, by the way, in comparison to the crowds that she's drawn. Yeah, it was a bad crowd. How did that not sell out? Those were bad crowds. Right. We thought they would literally be sold out at Hertz Arena, and they weren't. That's not good. Now, I will say, it's not like the tournament does any marketing at all. I mean, that's total word of mouth. Speaking of which, it's the Diamond District Bonus Hour. Opportunities for you, too, Mr. or Mrs. Business Owner. Huh? Huh? But how many of you who have found yourself watching Caitlin Clark this year? Okay. When she goes to the WNBA, whether it's next year or the year after, you're going to keep watching? Because, let's face it, to most of the sports fans listening today, if they've watched women's basketball, there's a very good chance it was at the college level and not the professional level. So will you follow her to the WNBA? And I will have a curiosity for how long I have no idea I'll be watching her for, but I will definitely be watching because as I've said all along, I am curious to see whether or not she can continue to be a dominant player. I think she will be. How dominant will she be at that level? I have no idea. And if she is dominant, she moves the needle a hundred percent. I think she's Damn the right. magic bird for women's hoops. If that's like the case. Lot- like Logic Man in our Twitch chat room, WNBA is an awful product. Actually, it's not. It's not. It, trust me, I watch. I've watched women's college basketball for nearly 40 years. Okay, I've seen the evolution. The product's actually pretty good. Okay, but what people think of it is just that, that it's awful. So now will you watch her at the next level? That, Mark, would be revolutionary. You're listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. 22 minutes till the top of the hour, 16 until we're done. Miller and Moulton, thanks so much for being with us. David Sampson joins us. During the network portion of the show on the Florida Sports Network, that's the 6 to 9 portion of Miller and Moulton, he'll join us at 7 o'clock tomorrow. Lee Sterling will join us with some of his Super Bowl prop bets, including his daughter. I mean, this is like the uh, girlfriends in the Bally family, okay? Only this source is impeccable. She's hit the last, I believe, nine Super Bowl over-unders on the national anthem. Nine in a row. So we'll get that pick 
on Friday morning at 7. It's the only reason I've agreed to have him on. <laughs> I love Lee. He has been tremendous to us over the years. Yes, he has been. <laughs> come on, that's not the only reason. No, 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 no. It's Super Bowl? I don't, come on. He's going to give me some prop bets, whatever. I've got a lock. Yeah, she's been money. He claims it's 10 in a row. She's going for 11, according to okay. the email. And All right. It's very possible. He, he should be the one keeping track of that. Okay. But if that's if it's been a rough football season for you, this is the old call to Mariano in the well, bullpen. You know, we're gonna Trent, close this, this sucker is, There's out. two bets that you can win money before the game's kicked off. You can bet the <laughs> coin toss. No, you can bet the anthem and the coin toss. Right. I mean, seriously, it's phenomenal. When you have money in your pocket before the game has started, you're like, this is incredible. This, these nachos have never tasted so good. Right. It's like having zero zero on a square board. You're already leading for crying out loud. It's so time for someone to Friday. take back this segment, if for no other reason than to stop David from talking about Megan and Harry. Here's Mark Miller with Today Was the Day When. Today in 1924, the first Winter Olympic Games close. 1969, Vince Lombardi becomes part owner, vice president, and head coach of the Washington Redskins. And you wonder why Belichick couldn't get a job. I just, Hello? Although, granted, he he didn't have that post, you know, Bart Starr record that, you know, Belichick had post Brady. Apollo 14, the third, third U.S. manned moon expedition, was today in 1971. Today in 1977, Sugar Ray Leonard makes his pro debut. In 88... It was the first primetime wrestling match in 30 years as Andre the Giant beats Hulk Hogan. Today in 1990, Notre Dame sells their rights to games to NBC. Changed the college. Kind of a game changer. Landscape, yes. Today in 1991, the Big East Football Conference formed. It'd be amazing if they had brought Penn State into the fold would the biggie still be you know what it was in basketball and would penn state then like would miami be still be in the big east right not in the acc and all that that's that's the great question we'll never know super bowl 40 today in 06 at ford field the steelers beat the seahawks 21 to 10 heinz ward is your mvp well you know the officials were on their side they were a close second for mvp Ooh, boy, were they ever. 2012, Super Bowl 46 in Indianapolis. The Giants take down the Patriots. Eli Manning, your MVP. And I believe that's the last Super Bowl that's been in Indianapolis. Will they get another one? My guess is yes, but it's amazing that Indianapolis is the one city that got in the rotation that has now been dropped out. And in 2017, Super Bowl 51, 34-28 New England. This guy named Brady was the MVP. Hank Aaron was born today. Don Cherry, the legendary hockey coach and hockey night in Canada voice for many years, is 90 years old today. Roger Staubach is 82. Daryl Waltrip is 77. 
Christopher Guest from SNL, and this is Spinal Tap, is 76. Jose Maria Olathabal is 58. Roberto Alomar is 56. Cristiano Ronaldo is 39, and Neymar is 32. What did I miss, David? I don't think you missed anything, to be honest with you. So Hank Aaron would have been 90 today, correct? Right. So Don Cherry is 90. Hank Aaron would have been 90. Gotcha. Yeah. That's it. I got nothing. You've heard folks elsewhere mock Florida is gonna Florida. Well, Mark Miller sees it differently. He calls it the good, the bad, and the ugly. What you got, Mark? Least terns. They're birds, David. They're nesting on the Sanibel Causeway Islands for the first time since 1993. And the Sanibel Captiva Conservation Foundation is elated that the birds are there and you should be too. For the bad, we go to Toronto where power was knocked out for thousands in downtown Toronto after an unlucky raccoon wandered into the wrong place. Uh Uh-oh. Power was down for two hours determined that a raccoon made contact with the equipment in the downtown Toronto station. Not good for the power and not good for the raccoon. Finally, the ugly, we go to Destin, Florida, where Casey Wilson was, uh, he's good with a computer. He used his home computer and printer to print a convincing-looking cashier's check, went to the auto dealership and picked up a Porsche 911 Turbo, a $140,000 911 Turbo that he bought with his check that he made. Might have gotten away with it if it wasn't for the fact that he went to another place and tried to buy three Rolex watches with another check. The owner kept the watches until the check cleared. When it didn't, police were able to track the man down and retrieve the Porsche as well. And that is your good, bad, and ugly on today, February the 5th, 2024. So are we going to go through with what we talked about a week or so ago where we were going to take a few shekels and throw them? Yes, you know, we need to do the, that. In the Hard Rock account and and place uh, at least one bet a night and then keep track of it for a while and see whether or not we're making money or losing money. Yeah, I'm in. Okay. With that in mind, college hoops tonight. Miami's on the road at Virginia. Cavs are a five and a half point favorite. Seven o'clock on ESPN, by the way. Big game for the Canes. It would help them at some point to you know win a few of these games that the tournament committee goes, hey, that's a good win. They don't have a lot of those. No, they do not. Just saying at 15 and seven. Here's the one that I got a feeling. Uh-oh. Got a feeling. It's probably a very dumb bet. I don't think so. But Kansas looked like the L.A. Clippers on Saturday in beating Houston. Now they take the hour-and-a-half drive over to Manhattan. That's Kansas. And they play K-State at K-State. Now, this is not last year's K-State. 
It's not. But this is a rivalry game. This the biggest game on K-State's schedule. And Kansas is coming in off of the best performance of the season. Maybe in college basketball, by the way. Not just for Kansas. Maybe the best performance this year in the sport was Saturday, how well Kansas played against Houston. So this figures to go one of two ways. They just stay on that high, and they take the bus ride over to Manhattan, Kansas, and they kick the tar out of the Wildcats, and they go back home. Or, believe it or not, even though it's a quote-unquote rivalry game, it's actually a letdown game for Kansas. The line's a lot smaller than you would have expected. Four and a half. A four and a half point favorite. Yeah. Want to play it? Let's play it. Ranked team, top 10 team going on the road. Fits right in with our methodology methodology of how we bet college basketball. Surely to lose. But we love unranked teams taking on ranked teams when they are at home. Particularly when they're at home getting points, because that's not always been the case this year. Because Vegas is well aware of this as well. Six games in the NBA. No Embiid for the Sixers. They're a home dog to the Mavs because of it. Uh, The NBA TV game, that's the only nationally televised NBA game tonight. Two teams who are not in the playoffs. Brooklyn hosting Golden State. Brooklyn's the 11th seed in the East. Golden State's the 12th seed in the West. And two NHL games tonight. Both pretty good, by the way. Yes, they really are. Uh, I believe all of these teams, or three out of the four, are in the playoffs that the playoffs started today. Uh, Avs at Madison Square Garden to take on the Rangers. Rangers need to make a trade. Rangers can't score goals five-on-five. You can't win in the playoffs if you can't score five-on-five. Uh, Toronto hosting the Islanders. And uh, if you're a, a Lightning fan, or in a Panthers fan for that matter, but if you're a Lightning fan, uh, you have some interest in that game. You're not rooting for Toronto. You're really not rooting for overtime, though. Correct. The most important thing if you're a Lightning fan is that you, you really don't want three points out in this game. Right, you only want two. Right. So... So there you have it. Light sports night tonight. But uh, I think we'll be – it's, by the way, the ESPN doubleheader is the Canes and Cavs. Uh, that's Virginia Cavaliers at 7. And then Kansas K-State at 9. I'm guessing uh, Fran Fraschilla will be on the call on the 9 o'clock game because he's Mr. Big 12 basketball guy. Those are the only two games tonight that have Power 5 opponents in them. That's it. I know. I mean, everything else in college basketball is the incarnate words of the world playing basketball. It is a bad college basketball schedule for a Monday, and I don't – it seems to be a good week to be playing until you get yeah. to the end of the week, you know, when there's this big event. Well, once again, you know, we, we say if there was a commissioner running things, they would take things like this into consideration. Begs the question, what's on FS1? Because they don't have any hoop tonight. What the heck are you running? Billiards? 
poker? There was some wild. I mean, there was bowling on network TV. There was all. I mean, it is. It's that time of year where they're trying to find something because I was flipping channels when the golf was rained out. Going, whoa. Well, wasn't there like some John McEnroe pickleball? It was on ESPN last night. Unbelievable. Golly. Desperate times, David. Desperate times. Apparently so. So there you have it. David Sampson on the show tomorrow, 7 o'clock. And uh, we'll have someone associated with the Super Bowl in the NFL on tomorrow. I promise you that. Moulton's got to work this week for guests. First time in a while. man. Man. Not a big fan either. Mom's still in town trying to play, you know, good doting son, driving her around everywhere. Because I told her, you don't need a rental car. And she doesn't. But, you know, then someone has to be the chauffeur. Well, you're good at driving through drive-thrus. I, and, and no one likes to drive through more than my mother. I mean, if you think I love drive-thrus, where do you think I got the love from? Of course, my mother tries talking to everybody in Florida the way she talks to everybody in Jersey. I'm like, yeah, mom, that's it's not. Mm, I don't know your audience, mom. Uh, the, the folks a little different here. Well, and you are in the South. Mm-hmm. Right. That's even. A, I mean, because she could get away with that more in the two three nine than you could in the in the greater Jacksonville area. Nine oh four. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it's an interesting week going on. Please, I went to a two-year-old's birthday party over the weekend. I haven't heard squealing like that in a long time. So there were multiple two-year-olds there. Uh, well, it's a two-year-old's birthday party. Hey, I mean, you never know with these things. Is it for the no. kid or is it for the parents? Well, they they actually made the mistake of inviting other two-year-olds. <sighs> I, she sees them enough at school, right? She needs to see them on the weekend. Someone's anyway. got to bring gifts. That's, I think, the reason they were invited. Damn right it is. That's that's the cycle that's played, David. Oh, who's coming to your birthday party? Well, who bought gifts for mine? Forced friendships at that age. Darn right. You have no say. It's like arranged marriage, for goodness sakes. Well, we got to fight Tommy over. And while we're at it, invite Hillary. (sighs) Miller and Moulton. We'll do this tomorrow. Thanks for listening.